cliffcentral.com. So, George, what's, yes. a, what's on your agenda this morning? So, different classes of people uh, or different kinds of people. We just released the EV buyer survey. AutoTrader just released the EV buyer survey. If you go to reports.autotrader.co.za, you can go and download the latest EV buyer survey. Mm-hmm. So, we did the same thing last year. We surveyed uh, almost 3,000 people, um, uh, asked a bunch of questions to try and get the sentiment for uh, uh, appetite for electric vehicles in the country. Um, and... And last year gave us a, a what I what I would assume or 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 say is a baseline. Okay. Um, we then did an update to that EV buyer survey at the beginning of this year. We did a very small sample set, but now in the last couple of weeks we've uh, we've done a, a new full-on EV buyer survey, mm-hmm. um, and it turns out, Gareth, that nothing much has changed. Now you might think to yourself, well, it's the same people filling in the the, the, the forms, etc. That that is absolutely categorically untrue. We've got 2,800 respondents, and if you think about uh, visitors to AutoTrader's website. Um, uh, this year's visitors are going to be very different to last year's visitors in the main because people don't change cars every year. Okay, so that's that means that this particular survey um, is a very different set of consumers versus last year's survey. But the results are almost identical, which gives me comfort that uh, you can read into this uh, electric vehicle buyer survey and uh, um, and get some value out of it. Um, and the and the stark reality is that the three things in the market still exist when it comes to cons- mass consumer adoption. The one the, the most important thing is uh, people want ca- a car under 500,000 rand. Um, and uh, and that, that, that came through in the last survey last year as well and in the interim survey at the beginning of this year. The second thing is they want faster charging times mm-hmm. and there's still an element of range anxiety. Um, the, the faster charging times and the range anxiety, the, uh, the range anxiety and the, and the, and the want for faster charging times have come down slightly by a couple of percent. And okay. that I think is because we're all preaching the message EVs and educating consumers um, around EVs. And I'm, I'm living with an EV. So, so I'm, I'm trying to kind of tell the, the truth of the matter. And there's some challenges. Um, um, but it's very encouraging to see that the, the results are very similar to last year. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, listen, we, we know electric vehicles are a big thing, but there, there seems also to be a bit of a, a propaganda swing going on here. Like there's, there's a huge amount of money and marketing that's being thrown at EVs. And um, I'm just wondering if, if petrol heads, the people who like the, the original combustion engines, uh, whether those people aren't getting a bit annoyed by all of the EV propaganda. They probably are, um, but I, I don't think they're going to win in the end of the day. Um, so, uh, you know, it's going to take a long time. So you're going to be your petrol head and you're going to be able to drive your noisy car for uh, uh, for the next 10, 15 years. Yeah. But uh, but I think this is a reality, Gareth, and that's, uh, you know, okay. whether it be propaganda or not, at the end of the day, the consumer is going to choose. All right. And, um, you know. However long that takes, it takes that long. So, but uh, you know, it's encouraging to see that the results are the same. And I think we've got a way to go as a country. We need to we need to actually get our A into G very quickly. Okay. All right. Uh, what else is happening? We'll go and check out that report. But what else can you tell us? Uh, so Rolls Royce. You would think that Rolls Royce has a very um, older 
more affluent demographic. Sure. Um, and it turns out that Rolls-Royce has just put out a, uh, um, a study that shows that Rolls-Royce has the youngest age demographic across the entire BMW Mini and Rolls-Royce family. Rolls, the average age of a Rolls-Royce buyer is actually 43 years old. And that's young compared, to, the, compared to Mini and BMW. Yes. So compared who, to who are these 43-year-olds and how, how do I marry their sisters? Or, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't know, Mbolelo, but uh, they do come out of China and the United States mostly. So sure. uh, you're wow. in the wrong country. Jesus, that's amazing. They're the youngest. Who sure. would have guessed? Just shows you how this res- this research works. It's incredible. All right, it's it's unbelievable. But uh, um, and then and then a a police in California stopped a Tesla driver. Well, he wasn't driving. The car was on autopilot, and he was drunk out of his mind. Um, and uh, this car was driving on its own, and the police realized what was happening, and oh. they and they actually stopped the car by you know trying to slow it down, driving in front of it, um, uh, boxing it in, and they eventually stopped the car. And this guy was drunk out of his mind, and the car was driving him somewhere. They still don't know where the car was going. But this, That is crazy. This is going to be happening more and more as we get these self-driving cars and drunk people get into the, the passenger seat or whatever, and they say, oh, you have me. Um, it's going to happen. And, and how do police respond yeah. to that? Because the 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 driver may be relying on the car and the car may be able to more or less do a good job certainly it depends on human factors as well but who do we arrest um and and if we arrest the driver but they're not driving and the car's doing most of the work you know do we take tesla to court well i think i think in any situation um the person that made the decision to push the button self driving is the person responsible that's what i would think mm. okay you decided to push the button self-drive and uh, or autonomous driving and uh, and you uh, uh, you knew you were drunk you knew right. you couldn't drive the car or you you know you went to sleep so so I, I think it's still the driver's uh, responsibility um, but in this instance it's raised two questions by the police the one mm-hmm. is how do we get the OEMs to have a hotline of some sort where we can tell them please switch off this car please make it park so that the so Tesla can effectively go and push a button somewhere, and uh, and that car safely turns uh, uh, turns off and goes to the side of the road and stands still. So that's been the one question that's been raised by the authorities, um, um, and the and the other question is, is safety, as you uh, as you point out, Gareth, is um, you well, know what what some, happens um, in the end when somebody gets hurt. Somewhere a choice has to be made. If we're going to make the driver who presses the button responsible, then we can't have Tesla interfering and sw- pressing their own button because that can lead to all kinds of all kinds of trouble too. You know, what if you've got a perfectly sober and sensible individual, but Tesla, for some reason, through data that they're getting from their their car, decides that someone is driving irresponsibly and they just they press a button and suddenly your car won't do what you want it to do, pulls over to the side of the road and you've done nothing wrong. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, so I, I mean, I think, I think those are all valid arguments and it's things that, that, uh, uh, that the world uh, needs to grapple with. Okay. Um, but, you know, um, on, a, on, a, on a dumber note, um, uh, <laughs> you know, there is a bridge in Cape Town. <laughs> There's a bridge? There is a bridge in Duesenberg in Cape Town mm-hmm. that uh, is, is, is aptly called Bridget. Okay, and this bridge apparently is only 2.5 meters in height. Yeah. And uh, has about one truck crashing into it 
every month. <laughs> wow. That is, that is crazy. I and actually lived there for a while and I, I can't picture where that is. Um, if, you, if, if you're driving, um, I think, towards uh, um, Cape Town, so if you're driving towards the harbour, because uh, yeah. uh, I, I know, we, I mean, I've obviously uh, looked at where this bridge is based on the story today, but um, um, but it's 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 a metal bridge. If you just if you just uh, if you Google Bridget and the Musenberg fa yeah. fa famous truck eating bridge, you'll see this bridge. <laughs> it's a metal bridge, and uh, um, apparently people don't learn that the sign of two point five meters high means the bridge is two point five meters high and it ain't going anywhere. Jeez. Or, or no. are we not thinking after the twenty eighth? Uh, crash. We, we could maybe just lift the bridge to 3.2 meters, George. Well, what, what are right. we up to here as a country? Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so authorities, well, people have said, well, why don't you dig under the bridge and make the road lower? But apparently the, the bridge is, um, is at sea level. So, uh, so doing that would mean that if it heavy rains, it would, uh, it would dam uh, floods, up. that kind of thing. It would dam up, and and that would be a problem. So uh, uh, so Bridget um, is standing, and people keep crashing into the bloody thing. I, love, I, love <laughs> I see it now, and when you see it in in writing, it's actually hilarious. Bridget, the truck eating bridge, with <clears throat> I just I love, stuck underneath. I love that it's got a name. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Some personality. And then. Uh, and then very finally, Gareth, um, um, this is a freaky story. Three Anne's going to love this story. Um, <laughs> there was a teenager um, in uh, Egypt whose number plate predicted the date and time of his death. Ooh. Ooh. So his number plate was CIA-9-25-9. And he died on the 25th of September at nine o'clock. Oh my God. Sure. Well, coincidence, you know, even a, even a wrong clock is right twice a day. That's true. So I don't know. Uh, and apparently there is, uh, um, uh, if you go and Google it, there is a scientific calculator that if you're, if, uh, uh, if you're of a certain age and older, uh, this calculator online can go and predict your death. So, oh no! Uh, don't don't please don't give us the awesome. URL. I'll get obsessed. I'll, <laughs> I won't. I'll be googling and and entering birth dates and checking on people I know, checking on myself, making updates the whole time. It's not a good <laughs> idea. This is a terrible idea. Do not do not go to this website, please, George. Don't give anybody a URL. <laughs> I won't. I won't. All right, everybody. Uh, that's all we got time for this morning. Thank you very much. Cliffcentral.com.